Hi, welcome to Dare to Try podcast. I'm Johanna. I'm Annika. And I'm Britannia. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. How's everyone's week? So good. It has been a really good week. Oh, I love to hear that. Well, we are actually going to just jump right into everything. Um, talking about how things overwhelm us. And it's kind of funny that we picked this dare because I get easily overwhelmed. Um, and so I'm just going to actually start with myself this time instead of asking you guys. Um, so for me, I, I had an interesting week because even though I came up with a dare, um, I ended up overwhelming myself and it made me like over-focus on everything and everything overwhelmed me. <laughs> and I'm so glad I talked about it with my husband because I learned something. I learned that when I see the things that overwhelm me in my house, like the pile of dishes, the pile of clothes, and you know, the toys on the ground and things like that. And then all of a sudden my kids are screaming and crying at me. Um, I suddenly have an outburst and say, I'm overwhelmed, you know? But um, oftentimes when I'm overwhelmed, I neglect the thing that's truly overwhelming me and um, procrastinate it and go deal with other things. I know how to do the dishes. I know how to do the laundry. I know how to pick up toys. I don't know how to parent. <laughs> and every day is a learning experience. And I learned that's the thing that overwhelms me the most. And I often procrastinate dealing the proper way um, the situation with my kids. And instead of just sitting and talking to them and figuring it out, I say, here, here's a show or here's a snack. And then I go do the other things that are supposedly overwhelming me. And I'm glad I talked about it with my husband because he said he does the same thing with school. And he didn't know he did that. He said that he'll procrastinate all of, all of his schoolwork when there's actually only one assignment from one class that he's dreading. But he loves all of his other classes. He looks forward to it. And he like loves his welding class and his computer designing and everything like that. And he loves all of them, but it's his technical writing that he has a hard time with. And so because of that one assignment, he dreads all of school. And I just think that's so interesting that it's just that one little piece that can like poison the whole situation. And for me, I learned we, it's important to talk about it and break it down. And um, yeah, that's kind of where I got to so far. I started to learn more things about each category, but I'm curious about your guys' experiences. So let's start with Britannia. Um, first of all, I love that you shared that you have been overwhelmed. Uh, often I think we try to perceive or try to portray that we have it all figured out 
And just because we have a podcast doesn't mean we know all the answers or that there is an end destination. This is a journey. And that in that moment, you decide to connect with your husband, your partner, instead of isolating. Because I think it's very easy to isolate ourselves from the ones we love the most when we're feeling the most overwhelmed. So kudos, Johanna, for doing that. Thanks. So I think that, I think that a lot of people can relate to you too. Like, obviously you opened up about it and then you realized Caden had the same experience with school. And I was just thinking about it as you were talking about it. And I was thinking, yeah, I think I do that with work as well. And so I think that a lot of people apply that same overwhelming principle to themselves. Yeah. I know that one little thing I will, if I know that I don't want to do a particular task or I'm feeling overwhelmed by a particular task, I will not only avoid that, but I will avoid all the tasks that lead up to that task. And then I don't get anything done. So uh, you are very normal, Johanna, in in your feeling. Um, My week was really good. Um, I took this challenge in stride as I was traveling and celebrating my birthday and had a getaway with my partner. But my overall theme was remembering that I was once weak gives me strength. And so my biggest fear and one of the things that has overwhelmed me is not being an expert, even though I don't need to be an expert, but I assumed that I have to be a expert and expert to do anything, not just do it well, but to do anything. And I decided to let that go. So I took um, each of the categories and I'll kind of just quickly summarize it. Uh, physically, I usually push myself very physically. I love to see how many pull-ups I can do, how many push-ups I can do. If the person next to me is running, I'm going to run faster. I'm always going to push my physical limits. So for me this time, the way I was pushing past my physical fear was to not be active and choosing to not work out every day and not jump rope and not break a sweat and not count my calories was a huge step for me because that has been my life nonstop. And so for five days, I did not work out intentionally, which is a very long time for me. And it was a little hard, but it gave my body a chance to rest. And so that's how I pushed myself physically, Uh, emotionally. I decided to talk about some of my past traumas, some of the things that I don't talk about because they're not pleasant conversations and you have to feel safe and they can sometimes make other people uncomfortable. But I had a moment where I could share with one of my good friends some traumatic experiences in my past And it brought me closer to this person instead of feeling judged or afraid that I was ruining the the party atmosphere or the good time. I decided this was a good moment. It was her and I, we could chat. And that really helped me get past some of my emotional fears uh, with my past traumas and um, being imperfect and the things that have happened to me and the things that I've done. When it comes to spiritually, I pushed myself to meditate for an hour. 
I was gone away at a retreat, full disclosure. Uh, it was a guided meditation, but I have not meditated for a full hour before. And I was afraid that I couldn't do it. And it wasn't perfect. And my mind wandered, but I was really, really grateful for the opportunity to just try and to see if I could rejuvenate my spirit in that space. And it was a wonderful experience. And then mentally, I was most excited about this because one of my fears and hangups with um, my, my mental um, overwhelming um, experiences are I, I'm not an expert and I want to tell people what I know, but I'm afraid because I don't know everything. And while I was gone and I was meeting new people, I, every person who asked what I did, I first said, well, I'm a writer and a yoga teacher. And here I am surrounded by experienced, successful entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, um, experienced meditators, guides, spiritual coaches, people who I aspire to be like, and here I am saying that I am them and we are the same. And not once did anyone go, no, you're not. Not once did anyone diminish my expertise. And the more that I stood in my truth, the more true it became. And so for, for this week, it has been such a good experience to help me step into my power and to get over some of my fears. Hmm. I absolutely love that. I love how you broke everything down so clearly and that you went through each and every experience. I love it. Um, and it's so true. Everything in that you said, I felt like I could relate to, especially um, speaking for your truth, because I have felt that same way, saying like, hey, I'm I'm a mom, but I see these other moms saying like they're a mom too. And they're like millionaires and full-time stay-at-home moms. And I'm like, okay, you're a mom. Or, you know, I say I'm a lacrosse coach, but I really just volunteer and I don't make buco bank and we don't win state championships. And I feel like people would question me if I said, I would, you know, say that I'm a lacrosse coach. So totally relatable. I love that you said all those things. Yeah, you did a way more than I did. Not that it's a competition, but I love that you broke it down and you took it in through each level and really um, challenged yourself and you put a lot of thought into it. And I think that's great because, again, we wouldn't have done these things if it wasn't for this dare and this podcast. So I just think it's just really cool to see you do different things that you wouldn't have otherwise done. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Annika, how was your week? So it was good. I um, I originally felt overwhelmed with the dare because I felt like there was a lot of different um, aspects that it could go. And that's often my problem is it's, it's not a lack of opportunity or a lack of knowledge or lack of imagination. It's just there's so much of everything all the time. And that it's what do I choose next? What do I do first? And so when you did that, I was just like, okay, do, which one do I focus on? But um, as I thought about it some more, I realized 
the one, one of the things that causes the most overwhelm in me and my outbursts, my anxiety is not speaking up. It's withholding what I want to say or what I'm feeling. And, and that's because of fear of rejection. And it's because I'm overly considerate of other people. And I know Britannia has definitely talked about that and been on that journey of being so considerate and being mad about people not being considerate. I think we all are. It's maybe how we were raised. But I, um, I realized uh, the one I wanted to focus on was the fear of rejection and the fear of speaking up. And so it came out in little ways, but it, it's making a big impact because the more you make on these little choices, the more you speak up in little ways, you, they're like little testers. And then you realize, oh, that wasn't so bad. I can do this. And if you can do the little things, then you can speak up about the big things. And so one of the, one of the first things was, I think it was the next day after the podcast, I called you Johanna, because I was like, um, I thought you were mad at me. I thought you were withholding information about the stuff that you brought up in the podcast. And I was thinking, oh, she's mad that I didn't teach her about certain things because I'm her older sister and I should have taught her these things. And so I was, I was honestly a little bit nervous because I didn't know how you'd react already feeling an overwhelmed state. And, and I didn't know how I would react because when I feel like I'm being blamed, then I go into victim state. (laughs) It's not good. Um, But I, I called you and, and said, you know, because of this podcast, because of this challenge, I'm calling you. And I felt like you were um, mad and maybe you had some things that you wanted to talk about in regards to how you felt about me growing up. And do you have time to talk about it? And, and we did, and it was great. And it actually didn't have much to do with me at all. (laughs) But so I'm glad that I asked because I had that clarity and then I didn't get in my head about overthinking about like, oh, Johanna has all this resentment towards me. And how does that make me feel? Like we just cleared the air. And I, I love that. And I did that because of the challenge. And then the other experience I had was um, I was in the office of my boss and he works out a lot. He's a big dude and he runs hot and I run cold and he has a fan going in his office and the fan was blowing in my face. So I was a little bit cold, but it was also drying out my contacts and normally I don't say anything more. Normally I'll just like move out of the way or something. But, um, I kept thinking like, face your fear, speak your mind. Like I kept having those thoughts, like, come on, say something. And like, I interrupted him and I was like, I'm sorry, can we turn on your fan? It's really drying out my eyes. And he was like, yeah, turn it off. I don't care. And it was not even a big deal. It's like the littlest thing, but that's something that I would overthink. I'm like, oh, he's going to be like, you come into my office and you want me to turn off my fan? Like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, I wouldn't do that if someone came into my office and asked me to do something like that. But just little things like that, that I get in my head about, and I just don't speak up. And then when I don't speak up about one thing, it's like a domino effect. And then I, I don't speak up about things all day long. And then at the end of the day, I get upset over spilled milk. And that's not really what I'm upset about. It's all the things that I've been holding back all day because of fear of rejection. So I, I took this challenge seriously with those thoughts in my mind of finding the root cause of overwhelm and sticking with one thing. And that was the fear of rejection, the fear of speaking up. And it went well. And I'm, I'm glad and grateful that you gave us that dare, Johanna. I am so glad. I'm so glad you took the challenge. And I'm so excited when you called me 
because when you called me, your first thing that you said was, can I ask you a difficult question? And I got so excited because I, I love hard questions. I love deep conversations. I love confrontation. I love it all. And so it got me really excited. And then you said, so about the podcast, you said this. And then I was like, oh no, (laughs) but I absolutely love everything that you said. And it's true. Like we get in our heads and because it's all in our head, we start to build these scenarios and it's like, oh, he's going to say this. She's going to say that this is what's going to happen. And we create and we decide things for other people, which isn't fair. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you learned to speak up and break that barrier. Thank you. I, I love that. And you spoke to the fact that these little testers, right? These little moments of, oh, should I speak up? And no, I'm not going to. And then they build and you blow up. But then the inverse happens when you say, okay, I am going to speak up. And then the next time it's a little bit easier to speak up and it's a little bit easier. And that empathy piece, if we can just put ourselves in the other person's shoes, Like, would you yell at someone if they asked you to adjust your fan? No, you would probably be more upset that they were so focused on the fan that they didn't listen to what you were saying. Why didn't they just say to move the fan? And so putting ourselves in other people's shoes help us um, with understanding what to do sometimes and what to say. So I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. It was a good challenge. Johanna, did you, you kind of, you were talking uh, to us about your experience. Did you also come up with something that would help when you're feeling overwhelmed? Definitely. So, um, talking about it definitely helps, but also like breaking it down. Um, I also talked to you, Annika, um, as you know, (laughs) some other things that was bothering me. Um, just about like, again, about my parenting and my lifestyle, because I wasn't sure if I was the only one in our family, me being the youngest, I wasn't sure if I was just babied with everything. And therefore I didn't learn how to do things for myself. And so when I was able to talk to you, I learned that I wasn't the only one that felt that way that like we just weren't taught certain things growing up and then it made me realize you said something that we we're all figuring it out and I've heard that before you know everybody says that in this life we're all figuring it out but it was in that moment it was in that context that it just helped me realize like yeah like I'm figuring it out I'm figuring out my family my situation my kids personalities Um, so definitely talking about it, but also thinking and resonating on it and breaking it down. I, I thought that the piles of messes throughout my house was the thing, were the things that were overwhelming me. And then the screaming kid was the cherry on top, but it was the opposite. It was the screaming children that was overwhelming me. And then I saw everything else. And for me, I'm just an observant person. And so by like looking and thinking about things, that's how I resolve it. And I thought that would be the same case with you two. Um, 
Bonica, you said that um, you resolved, like what you were going through was overthinking and fear of speaking. And that was not my thing at all. Like speaking up is com the complete opposite of my personality. And so I just find it interesting that we each said something different and we faced it differently. So that's cool. I would love to like get some listeners and hear what like listeners have done in their experience. Cause if just the three of us have different experiences, I can't imagine how other people are taking on these dares. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that brings us to our next truth and dare. And um, the first, and Britannia, you actually kind of already did it <laughs> this week, but that's okay. Um, the truth is, tell me a time that you did something um, physically challenging that you, like you reached a physical goal that was difficult. What was that like for you guys? And while you think about it, I'll go first, because for me, I honestly don't think I've ever physically challenged myself. Not, not really. I mean, I have worked out and I've, will sprint at the end of my run. Um, but even when I sprint, like, I think it was Dan who said, if you don't throw up at the end, you didn't, you didn't run hard enough. I'm like, well, I've never thrown up from working out. So I don't think I've ever pushed myself that hard where I've thrown up. <laughs> so I think Dan I, has I said that know. too. Yeah. So I, okay, no, giving, giving birth naturally. That's the one thing that I like trained for and I did do. And I, I'm, it's probably the single most thing that I'm uh, most um, feel accomplished about. So what about you guys? <laughs> you want to go, Johanna? Um, I, I don't know. And it, that's probably why we have the dare to go do it, I'm sure. I didn't um, say that was the dare. <laughs> uh, just assuming. Um, I think it's funny that you say it because I was thinking about when I run on the treadmill, it's different than when I run on the road. Um, but on the treadmill, when it starts to get hard or when I start to think, oh, I should quit now, um, I actually hit the increase speed button. And, and I've, I've been doing that for the last like 15 years and any time I think I should quit, but I feel in my lungs good and in my legs good. And I realize it's just in my head. I'm like, mm, increase. Like, that's what you get cool. for thinking that mm, increase. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and that's so, awesome. Um, that's what I do. And I don't know. I think it feels really good. Like when I do that and I try to relate that scenario to my life, like anytime I want to quit, I just think, mm, increase, you gotta, you gotta up up your game. <laughs> yeah. Johanna, it's funny just... you say that. Cause that's what I do when I work out, you guys know, I love to work out. It's one of my favorite things of all time. I love to push my physical limits and when I'm, you know, doing a set and I go, okay, I, that's it. 20 sit-ups. That's all I want to do. I go mm, five more. Mm -hmm. And if I am wanting to quit on whatever physical activity, I'm like mm, one more set, one more push, one more step. I always go a little bit further. 
um, I have several physical challenges that I've, I've pushed through. I can now do a pull-up, which I was never able to do before. And that was pretty exciting. I can, you know, hit the heavy bag for longer than four minutes. And that's really a big deal. Or even with Krav Maga testing for each belt level, or I'm trying something new at the gym. So maybe it isn't mastering it, but not being afraid of doing um, tricep dips or not being afraid of trying um, a reverse incline bench and doing the chest press. And sometimes for me, it isn't necessarily mastering it, but being open to trying a new physical skill. That's awesome. And you've done a whole marathon, which is a whole nother level. Yes. (laughs) See, I didn't even remember that one. (laughs) Hey, I've done a half marathon, just so you know. I've done like 10, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So so this this dare, um, I dare you and myself to create a goal tonight or tomorrow morning that's a physical goal, a physical challenge that you can complete within a week. So you're not going to run a marathon in a week. You're not going to train a marathon in a week, but I want you to push yourself physically. Like maybe if you run a mile in eight minutes, try to get it down to 7:30 within a week. Or, you know, if you hit the snooze button 50 times, don't hit the snooze button, like something physically it doesn't have to be working out, but a physical challenge that you haven't done that you can accomplish in one week from start to finish. And so like, maybe it's being able to do two pull-ups for Tanya. So you work on it every day. And then by the end of the week, you can do two and Johanna, maybe it's uh, finishing your work shift, lifting heavy boxes faster than when you started today, you know, something like that. But I want you to come up with a physical goal tonight or tomorrow and start on it. And so that you can actually finish it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And for me, and, and we're all going to be in different levels because Britannia is extremely fit. She works out like crazy. I'm very out of shape. I am very different from you guys in that regard. Cause I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing it. I'm just, it's okay. If those people win, I don't need to be fast. Like, I don't know what it is. I've just never pushed myself. That's probably why I never made varsity lacrosse. Cause I was just like, "Eh, I want to do theater too. And I was just always in too many different things. I had too many interests that I wasn't like pushing myself in one way. And I, but I've always had that, like in the back of my mind, that desire. So maybe this is a little bit of a selfish dare, but I hope you benefit too. But I've always wanted to like really push myself I mean, like really my greatest accomplishment was having birth naturally unmedicated at home and it being one of the most amazing experiences. And so if that was amazing, then what more amazing things can I do physically pushing myself? Yeah, I love this dare because even though this is a physical dare, they're going to be mental, spiritual, and maybe even emotional benefits as we push through our perceived limitations. Yeah. I want you to break through that. And Britannia, for you, it's going to be, you know, a hundred levels above mine, but it has to be above what you're already doing. Cause you already push yourself physically this week, take it to the next level. And I'm not saying you need to make yourself throw up, but I'm just saying, take it to the next level. <laughs> okay. I got to think on this. I'm, I'm not sure what I want to do. Um, but yeah, I'll come up with something and I'll push it. Awesome. Do you accept Johanna? 
I accept. I have a pretty good idea on what I'm going to do, and I'm already exhausted thinking about it. <laughs> Don't get overwhelmed. <laughs> no. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm excited for this there. Thank you for accepting the challenge. Thank you for always having a positive attitude. Thank you all for listening. We are the Dare to Try. We dare you to try. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.